You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I am Kristen Maxwell, and this is your superpowered mind. In this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, my guest is Cassie Parks, and Cassie is a seven-time best-selling author, a podcast host, a coach who supports her clients in manifesting their dreams, whether that be money or anything else. And I am really excited to talk to Cassie because I know there are so many people out there who feel stuck or who feel like they just can't get where they want to go. Sometimes that's around money. Sometimes that's around other life goals. And so I'm really wanting to dig deep, well, as deep as you can in 30 minutes with Cassie about what is manifestation. And if you want to become a manifester, how do you get started? So anyway, welcome Cassie to your superpowered mind. Thanks, Kristen. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's fun to have you here because this is this is definitely your area. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it and is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. So my first question is always, what superpower did you uncover in the process of mastering your mind? Mm, I love this question. And I actually have a Tumblr that one of my clients made with this on it, uh, in front of me on it. And for me is the, the superpower of possibility. Like when you are able to be in that power of possibility and see what's possible, you shift your mind to what, what even just might be possible or maybe like a long shot, but I'm going to think that it's, that's some possibility out there when you can shift to see possibility for me, everything opened everything, you know, just opened wider and bigger. And the more that I stay in the power of possibility, or I always come back to what else is possible or what do I want to see? Like asking for what I want and seeing it, no matter how slight the possibility, but seeing it as a possibility um, just shifts everything and continues to open bigger and bigger and bigger things. Wow. That is lovely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and there's so much in there um, to unpack because it, it's this idea of, first of all, you're completely changing your emotional state when you start to get that hope. And you're learning to train your mind to look for what's possible rather than what's getting in your way. So we're I want to go way more deeply into that. Um before we do, this is really quick, but can you let people know where they can find you? And we're going to just take a break so we can go into the rest of it. Absolutely. Um, anything we talk about, you can find at morecassie.com. Lovely. Great. Okay, everybody, hang on. In a moment, we are going to come back um, and go a little bit more deeply into this process of manifesting and creating possibility for yourself. Hang on. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, 
and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm talking to Cassie Parks. So Cassie, there's so much information out there and talk about manifesting that it's almost confusing, I would say. (laughs) And so where, well, first of all, what do you, how would you describe what manifesting is, you know, in the way you experience it? Yeah, absolutely. So I go to its most basic form, which I actually learned in eighth grade science, like attracts like. Um, And because I think the first thing that gets confusing about the law of attraction is that people think it's a want and a create system, Mm. but it's a like, it's a beingness and a create system. Um, It's, it's being, and then you create what is like that beingness, not you don't create the list of the things that you want. And I think that's definitely, there's so much out there about that. There's so much about um, getting clear on that, which I talk about and is super important. But I think when people start out, they they get caught up in that clarity. They get caught up in the want and they miss the whole, the whole beingness part of it. Yeah. So just make sure I understand it. So you're saying people get, there's so much focus on what is it that you want? What do you want instead instead of, well, we'll talk about what it means to be that. Um, and then sort of the, it's almost when you're focusing on what you want, it's almost then the focus of the being becomes, and I don't have that. Yes. <laughs> right. It, the be, when I always say, when you want, you get more wanting. When you step into the having, you get to have it. Mm. Yes. I love that. When you want, you get more wanting. That's so great. Okay. So what do you mean then by beingness or being? So let's say somebody wants more money, you know, just because it gives you, well, it gives you so many things. Money does security Mm -hmm. and freedom and all of that. So what do you talk, what do you mean by being then? So, you know, I, in my work, I use $10,000. So I'll just use it because it's a great example. $10,000, what I've found through my work is something that's a far enough stretch for most people. They can't figure out how it's going to come, but it's, it's not so big that it's like a million dollars and it throws your brain out of whack. So if you're someone and you say, okay, I want $10,000 more dollars, that's where it's okay to start with the want, right? But then you have to move into the beingness. Okay. This is what I want. All right. I'm intending to create 10,000 more dollars. Stepping into that beingness is turning the switch in tapping into the person who already has that $10,000. So if you had $10,000 in your bank account right, you know, tomorrow that you didn't have today, you can think about what would change? How would you think about things differently? Would you would you be less worried that something's going to break, right? Would you be more enjoying life because you're not fearful of that? Would your thoughts be about your thoughts naturally are different. So many people this is where the people also get messed up is that they think, oh, I'm the exact same person, but just with this thing that I want. And it's not true. $10,000 in your bank account changes a lot 
for most people. It changes how you think about money. It changes what you're thinking when you think about money. For example, like if you have $10,000, you might be thinking, oh, where do I put this? Where do I invest this? How can I make more money from this? Versus if there's not a $10,000 in your bank account, you might be worried about things breaking or not having enough and or you know doing all these things. So it's really stepping in um, first and foremost to those thoughts. Um, the thoughts is part of the beingness. And so is the way that you behave, you know, do you hand over um, money? Do you invest your money when you go to the grocery store with joy? Or do you sort of hold really tight and like wait till the last second to swipe your debit card? Cause you don't, you know, you don't want to pay for that uh, because there's something behind that. And I'm kind of using extreme examples on purpose, but it's, it's about the thoughts, the behavior, how you're interacting, how you're talking about money, how you're talking about yourself and money that is all wrapped up in this beingness um, that's different when you have 10,000 or 20,000, 100,000 or a million more dollars. Yes. And that is, um, I'm sitting here digesting all of this. Thank you. You're welcome. And so the, the thoughts are changing and how you're behaving is changing. And because I'm always the yes, but person, because that's what my brain does. It does <laughs> yeah. yes, but, yes, but. But how do you change your emotions? Because you really know you don't have $10,000 yet. So there's that worry of like, oh, I'm insecure. I can't do this. You know, what do you do with that? So that's where the the nuance of stepping into the beingness is, right? Mm -hmm. We don't, I don't ever teach someone to try and stop the worry. We go through a process um, and we sort of, I have a lot of um, assignments in my course that naturally change this, but the overall thing that we're doing is really putting you in that place of that beingness. And another common mistake I think that people think is, oh, in order to act as if or to be the person, I have to have the money because they look at it as I have to, it's, I have to spend the money to be that person. Um, But you don't have to be that person. And you just, you, the quickest way is, oh, if I had 10,000, does the $10,000 me, or you can call it, does my future money self, does my future self, does my, you know, person with 10K in the bank, however you want to kind of create that person so that it's a little bit separate from you because it's a different point in time and it is different. So whatever you call that, you know, do they think this? Do they, you know, do they believe this? So are they thinking, oh my God, I'm worried. And it, if the answer is no, you just stop the thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes practice and awareness. It might not, you know, it, you might have to stop it, you know, 10 times in a minute at first, right? Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you, I, I teach to never wrangle with your thoughts. So never wrestle them, right? Don't try to get them, oh, I'm bored. Just look at where you want to be and tap into that. Oh, does this person think this? Is she talking like this? Are he talking? Are they talking like this about money? No, because they have this money. So they have a bigger trust or they're not worried about that. And then you can just really just, it's enough in the beginning to just shut down the things that you don't want to be saying. Yeah. The changing the language right there mm-hmm. um, really does start to, because there's this, I have to have $10,000 um, sort of urgency, which just focuses on 
the fact, again, that you don't have it and that that way of being. You know, when one of the other things that I, I sometimes wonder about is just, I, I sort of referenced it earlier, is this the sense of, you know, what is the money going to give you? If it's going to give you freedom, you know, where are ways in your day already that you feel free? Sort of noticing that. I don't know. Do you ever do anything like that? You know, where where are you already in that place? Yes. Um, um, so I do it a little bit different, but I think that's a, that's great. And anyone can use that right now. Um, but the way that we do it is we get that list. So you're right. It's not, you know, everybody will say, I want more money. And sometimes it was the most, one of the most interesting things to me when I started coaching on this, people couldn't always tell me what they wanted more money for. Right. <laughs> they weren't right. even clear on that. It was just like more money. I'm like, well, but, but what is it for? What is it going to do? And so we always start, I said like with 10,000. And so you make your, your 10 K list. If somebody handed you $10,000 tomorrow, what are you going to do with it? tomorrow. Right. And we go through a process to make sure that that is um, in your own truth, because sometimes even that question gets filtered with outside things and shoulds and stuff like that. And so the list isn't really true. It takes us a little while to get down to that. But when we've gotten down to that, we do tap into what I call your 10K moment, where you have that $10,000, you're experiencing all of those things. And then we identify the most dominant feeling from there. And we actually come up with that activation list. So if it's excited, you come up with 10 ways that you're not already doing that you can activate excited so that we can bring more of that feeling in, in a natural, easy way without sort of forcing yourself. You know, another one of the myths I think is out there is like, oh, you have to force yourself to be happy. You have to force yourself to do this. But we do is go activate it. Um, But I also love looking for where it's already true. and. And honing in on that and appreciating that and really, you know, putting the spotlight on that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of like, you know, I guess what they discovered with gratitude is, you know, if you do a gratitude list and you think about the things you're grateful for, it actually starts to rewire your brain. So you're living more in that grateful part of your brain. So this, I can see how the activation would it, you're essentially rewiring your brain to think about the things you want instead of the things you don't want. Absolutely. Yeah. Without it being like this whole big, oh my gosh, I have to think about these. So I think that's one of the keys with rewiring your brain. I do a lot of that is, is the coming at it sort of around the corner instead of head on. Yeah. Like just putting yourself in the place of rewiring your brain instead of trying to rewire your brain. Okay. So, so explain that to me. Um, again, sorry, somehow I, somehow I missed that. So, so I think a lot of times people, uh, they get, whether you're using the term rewire your brain, change your thinking, change your thoughts, right? It's, it's like, oh, okay. I have to be so focused on changing that thought. And then they get so focused and really, um, like hold very tight. And it's almost, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're very nervous holding the handlebars of your bike so you don't fall kind of a thing, um, a very tight energy of trying to change it. And you're, you're thinking more about how to change it than actually changing those thoughts. But if you can come at it from like around the corner, the way I call it, so that you're mm-hmm. doing some things that automatically do it, which is one of the things that you are doing if you're already shining a spotlight on where you already feel free or where you're activating excitement, you're you're doing it separate. It's not like you're, 
your focus isn't to change or rewire your brain, but that's what's happening when you engage in those activities. And the more that you can find sort of that around the corner way to start changing your brain, the faster that it changes. Got it. Okay. Thank you. I, that, yeah. that was a very good explanation. I know the reason I got into coaching was I had really bad anxiety my whole life around, you know, losing people and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And when I went through this, you know, the process of starting all of this and really discovering, cause it felt like I was completely, um, there was nothing I could do to get rid of it. It was literally every time I started to worry was thinking about my garden where I would plant mm-hmm. something because it was something that completely I could get lost in the thoughts of very quickly. Yes. So I said that automatically. Okay. Every time I start to worry, I'm going to think about my garden and it worked. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. And I totally get why it works because you're like, you just put that energy over there, right? Instead of right, tell yourself like, stop worry. Don't worry. There's no reason to worry that, it, which never right. works. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. How come yeah. I'm so stupid? Yeah. I need to stop this. Yes. I'm ruining myself. Yeah. It's so, yeah. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things that I know I've seen you talk about a little bit is that we have a money story. Yeah. And how would our money story get in the way of manifesting? Oh, um, so big. So our money stories are, and I'll just give a little quick background. The way that I started discovering these is I, when my clients um, were successful, I would offer them like, Hey, can I interview you? Can we do like a celebration interview? And it's morphed into a whole podcast and now we do it over five years. But when I started doing that, like I just one day I was inspired to ask the question like, oh, what was your money story before? Because we talk a lot about, how, you know, the current money story that they're living, right? And I, I just started asking like, what was it before? And I got these same five answers. Even the names kept coming up. And um, so they are survival, just enough, money chaser, money hot mess, and hold tight. And what happens is you you pick those up by default, whether you picked it up because that was your parents' story or because of things you heard in society growing up, or because you were trying really hard to be different than your parents, but you swung really far the other way. Unless you consciously choose your money story, most people pick up one of these. And one of the ways that they get in the way of manifesting is, you know, we can manifest a lot, but sometimes people don't see it because their story is playing out. Uh, One example of this is I had a client and her money story before we started working together. And your money stories can, they don't come back in huge ways, but when you grow, they can come back and you have to be aware so that you can choose differently. Um, But her money story was survival. Uh, which means um, survival, the best way I describe it is like people hot potato money, you know? So they, oh, $500 is coming in. If you're like, oh, my tax return is going to be $500. They've spent $600, you know, two months before they get their tax return. Um, or one of my clients that worked in a, when she was a waitress, she would tell me the story like, oh yeah, if I got like a really big tip, a hundred dollar tip, I bought drinks I was already planning who to invite out and I paid for all the drinks and that tip wouldn't even like make it home. That extra money was spent before she even got home. Yeah. And so as I was working with this other client and we were changing her story, one day she, we had worked on her budget. Everything was flowing money-wise. Money was coming in and everything's taken care of. And she got a client that she didn't expect who paid in full. So I want to say it was like $2,600. And 
she drove to Whole Foods to get her lunch and she's a health coach. So she can always justify spending money on good food. But she like had this moment where she was in front of Whole Foods and she was like, I'm about to go buy the exact same food I had in the refrigerator. Mm. And she was like, because I need to get rid of the money because that was her. And she just had this moment. And so what happens if we're not aware of these stories, even when we get really good at manifesting, because she had gotten really good at manifesting, she had a full client load, right? She even has manifesting extra money, but that story came along. And if she hadn't been doing the work and she hadn't caught it, that money would be out the door, that extra Right. Mm. And so she's living the same story, even though she's manifesting more money, which is why, and that's how all of the stories um, can get in the way, you know, is that you can manifest more money, but if you don't change that underlying story, you're going to live out the same way. And so it doesn't matter whether you have 10 or 20,000 more dollars if life feels the same. Yes, that's so interesting. And it's also, so that's why they say that people who win the lottery end up bankrupt, you know, a good portion of them because they don't have a story that allows them to, I guess, interact responsibly with it. Or I don't know. I don't actually, that was just me throwing that out there, but um, it is that I always thought that was a really interesting thing is that people could get so much money and then end up completely destitute again. Yeah. And even sometimes worse than the, worse off than when they started, which is definitely um, a survival story. So yeah, if you have that story and it, you know, you were kind of searching like, what's the story they don't have. I think they, the story they don't have is just a powerful money story. Yeah. Right. One that supports the life they want to live. They just have a default story. Mm -hmm. And when we start to choose and we create our own powerful money story, we can support money and abundance and growth and getting more and more of it. Yeah, it's true. It's a lot. It's interesting. And what I've also found in the work with I do with clients is there's also this way in which this is all very subconscious. Again, like the work you're doing is that there are often um, the ways the parents and the family, the beliefs they've had around money and, you know, only bad people are rich, you know, only, you know, all rich people are bad or something like that. They will live that out unconsciously as they go out into the world and completely push money away because it conflicts with their belief of if I have money, if I actually start to be rich, I am evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I find it very interesting how these things come up <laughs> in our presence and our, yes. you know, our presence. Yeah. So if people are feeling well stuck, mm-hmm. you know, in whatever area we were talking about money. So let's stick with money and money is a great way to tell whether if you figured out how to manifest or not, because it comes in or it doesn't. So you can see, um, where do you get started? Where do you suggest people get started on this? Mm, I love this. Um, my first, um, and this, if a client comes to me and they say that, my first is always, we stop telling the story that we're stuck. Mm. Um, because as long as you tell that story, your brain is going to come up. It's just going to filter in all the things that say you're stuck. You're not moving forward. You're not getting what you want. You're not creating money, Right. Um, and this is proven time and time again, you know, my clients 
we're all human and we all, whatever, for whatever reason, put down the work from time to time or, you know, it gets too big. And so we put it down because that's our pattern and, you know, they'll, they'll feel stuck and they'll come back and they'll start doing the work. And, and, you know, the first thing is like, stop telling that story. And as soon as they stop telling that story and focusing on what is they are creating and documenting that, um, they start to see that things are shifting. So that's my first stop telling the story that you're stuck. Start like, what do you want then? If you feel stuck, like if you're, oh, I'm stuck in money. Okay. Well, what do you want? I want more money. Okay. What for? Right. Get, take yourself through that. Like, what is it that you want? Oh, I want a vacation. Great. All right. You want to create that. So you start documenting the evidence. As soon as you say, I want a vacation, you know, start paying attention for everyone in your life going on vacation, because that tells you that that focus is shifting. You have, you are shifting that focus. Mm -hmm. And then I suggest people keep an it's happening log because it's one of the, um, you know, a lot of times in law of attraction, I've never heard anyone else have an it's happening log, but everybody, a lot of people teach an evidence log, which means what you want is getting closer. Yep. We also keep an it's happening log so that when money comes in your doc, cause that's not evidence of more money. Like it's happening. It's already happening. That's happened. Like it's really happening in my life. Money is showing up, not just people around me getting money, but now it's happening to me. And so that does one of two things. It automatically, it's kind of that around the corner way of thinking, right? Without saying, oh, I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck. You're like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening, which automatically means you're not stuck. You're moving forward. Um, it's something you can reference if you get to a point where you feel like nothing's happening or, and then you start to make the story bigger. Like, oh, I haven't created anything. You know, you take this little, I'm stuck today and you make it, I'm stuck in my whole life, you know, for the past 10 years sort of story. Mm-hmm. You can look back and be like, oh, no, I created that, created that, created that. And when we're documenting that what we want is getting closer and that it's happening, we're we're looking for more ways that it's happening. We're in that space. We're not, we're not in a space of being stuck anymore. We're in a space of creation. Yeah, I love that. And just for those um, listeners who don't, you know, don't understand what she's talking about with an evidence log is, you know, we have... Um, this pattern in our brains where if we have a story like I'm stuck, then all you will actually really pick up on are all the ways that you're stuck. There might be so many things going on in your life where you're not stuck, but you will not pay attention to them. They will not stick in your brain. And so the evidence log and what I also love is this, it's happening log is you are forced to consciously look for what is going right? Where are you actually not stuck? Um, and I love that where you're you're sort of saying, because sometimes you look at evidence of, well, see, my friends aren't stuck, but you're saying you're looking at it. Where are you? What are the things that I am doing that show that I am creating what I want? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. A- and the thing that's so funny is I know that for a lot of people, they're like, oh, yeah, these all seem like silly little things, silly little exercises. And I can tell you, and I'm sure Cassie can tell you, that they actually work. Yeah, hugely they work, right? Yeah. I mean, and I have a client who's actually, um, she's very... Um, 
she teaches the neuroscience of creativity. So a lot of neuroscience and a lot of neuroscience and habits. And she will tell you the sillier something is like the, the better it is for your brain. So if you, if you're like, oh yeah, that's silly. Definitely do that. Anything that feels small and silly is exactly what it takes to change your brain because your brain doesn't like big change. It doesn't like this huge thing. It likes these smaller things that don't feel threatening and don't feel like you're trying to change. Yes. Which is what sometimes the problem is with some affirmations is because if you have an affirmation, that's like, I have a million dollars, your brain goes, no, you don't. And your whole system rebels. Yeah. Um, and, and you'll get a backlash. <laughs> uh, you can see that again and again and again. Okay. So one thing I never, I don't usually talk about people's programs, but I love one that you have, and it's one that caught my eye. And this is the pay after you manifest. So it just shows that you have so much confidence in what you're doing. Can you tell people what it is? I mean, I think I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Me too. I love it for that reason. Um, Both it's just that I am confident in my program and if you do the work. And so it's manif- it's my program manifest 10k which is um the intention is to manifest $10,000. Um it's about 40 it's it's been expanded over the years it originally started as a 90 day program. It takes if you're doing it um diligently, I don't like to use that word, but 4 to 6 months to complete mm-hmm. and takes some people up to a year because when you realize you can go slower, um it starts to, you know, change things start to change quicker when you go slower. Um, but it's, you get a pay after you manifest. You can sign up um, to work with one of my abundance facilitators. You go through manifest 10 K you get a coach with three calls a week and you just pay 10% of what you manifest. So if you manifest $10, you pay a dollar. If you win a million dollars in the lottery, you can pay after taxes. And so that's like Um, $50,000. And that way you can start without any, cause I work with money and sometimes our money stuff gets in the way of investing to change our money stuff. And so I love to offer this because we can all be successful and, and no matter where someone is, they can gain the traction to become the person who has more money and who's living a better money experience in their life. Yeah. I love that. It's just such a, um, a great novel way of doing things. Yeah. And- I, and I'm presuming that it works because you're still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. It absolutely works. And I, I love that it works. It's so, it's almost, I think in some ways, um, more satisfying than someone paying up front because someone can pay up front and maybe they're going to do it. Maybe they're not. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you, when you get a hundred dollar check or a hundred dollar PayPal or whatever, like, yes, there's a thousand dollars more in someone's life. Um, you know, and we pay, they pay monthly. So that happens over and over again, you know, in 10 months, they've got $10,000 and you're just, that feels good to me to know that we're supporting people creating more and more money. Yeah. That's really lovely. Um, super fun. Okay, I'm sure there are so there's so much more about manifestation, but this is such a just a good place to start in terms of really recognizing how um, some of our way of traditional ways of thinking and being just get us more stuck in the fear and the the wanting rather than the the having and the being. 
So Cassie, thank you for being here and sharing what you're doing. Can you remind people where they can find you? Of course, you can go to morecassie.com, morecassie.com. And that has links to books, pay after you manifest anything, anything you could want more of me or what we're talking about will be available there. I love that. And get to manifest more Cassie right there. That's right. Right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, thank you for showing up for yourself. Um, you can also head over to yoursuperpowermind.com and check out some of the amazing programs and communities that we have going at Superpower Experts. Until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 